Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. Yes, that could mean you too. The workouts have been designed to fit into your life so you can move when you can. The 15 minutes you can squeeze in before work. The 20 minutes you get to yourself while the baby naps. The half hour you can spare at lunch. There's a routine for you no matter what your day looks like. A reminder as well, this is included in your Mum Mia subscription. If you are a Mum Mia subscriber, you already have access to Move. Download the Move app and log in with your Mum Mia login. Head to move.mamamia.com.au and use code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello, hello. I am Tegan Natoli. I am Lee Campbell. And this is This Glorious Mess, the mother's group in your ears where judgment is left at the door. But I'm going to judge you, Lee Campbell, right now. Excuse me. You went to Bali and left me. That was for a wedding, but you're just off again, frolicking around the world. I'm going to see my best friend in Singapore <laughs> and then I may be going to the Maldives. However, oh, can I just say, for do you ever have something in your life where you just can't visualise yourself doing it and then it's cancelled? Like, for some reason I've had lunches and dinners in the diary and I'm just like, that's not going to happen and then it's cancelled. I feel like that with the Maldives because I can't You're like, surely I'm not actually doing yeah. that. Yeah, so fingers crossed I'm actually going, but yes, I'm supposed to be going to oh, Maldives. Well, it sounds incredible and know, we I hope you myself. have a really great time no, and you it don't. rains the whole time. You meanie poo. <laughs> anyway, what are we doing today? Today we thought we'd tackle some of the listener dilemmas that we've come across recently. So that will be entertaining and you might find something beneficial out of that. We're going to try and give our answers. Look, usually we're not all that expert We're just two quality, moms doing our we? best. But we can we'll <laughs> give, give our two cents. Yeah. And then we're going to finish with our nails and fails. Now it's time for Listen to Dilemmas. Yay! Let's go! So our first listener dilemma comes from a mum who has just taken the plunge and bought a puppy for the family. Mm-hmm. So financially they said that they can afford it. Their kids are six and three and everyone's very excited but she's feeling a little bit overwhelmed. And she has said that she went to the pet store and it was $400 worth of startup stuff. Yeah, that's just to begin with. And then she's not sure if she has actually done the right thing. So what do we think? I'll go first because I'm pro pet. Pro pet. I had my two rescue cats long before we had Alexander. I don't have a dog. I would never get a puppy. Puppies are 10,000 toddlers in one if toddlers ate shoes and baskets. Especially if you don't have a yard. Absolutely. I'm a senior dog person, a big dog person. I would get an older dog and I will later. But we had our two rescue cats for a couple of years and Alexander came along. I was really cautious and trepidatious because you hear about cats sitting on babies and (laughs) you can't even change the litter when you're pregnant, all that jazz. We brought Alexander home. Rich brought the blanket home from the hospital the day he was born and put it on the floor and the cats familiarised their scent. They somehow knew Alexander was special. Like they didn't like him. He squawked and made noises, but they knew, all right, that little thing's important he's to mum and dad. Family. Yeah. yeah. Never got in his bassinet, have been fantastic. Now he's three. He loves them to death. And when I say to death, I mean almost <laughs> like, literally. Almost kills them. Squeeze them, pull their tails. <laughs> he's been swiped once by Monster the Girl. She's more of a cat cat, whereas Cookie the boy is 
like a Bit human. Like he's yeah. he's like a puppy. Is that the one that was cuddling you the other yeah, night? Yeah, so when Cookie I was over? literally puts his paws around it's my neck so and weird. nuzzles. He's so cute. I'll put it on the Instagram. But um, he's such a cat lady. I also just think for a child that's an only child by circumstance, I think it's nice. You know, he calls them his brother and sister. So I think oh. a pet really does have a place in a home. However, if I had a six-year-old and a three-year-old, would I get a puppy? Oh, and also just on the cost, my God, join mm. either like your pet barn, loyalty. loyalty. Member, member. We spend over $10,000 a year on the cats oh because God. kitty litter is so expensive. Yep. Cat, yeah, and we don't do the cheap stuff because Cookie's got an eating disorder anyway, oh God. and he's on anxiety. Anyway, oh Jesus. pets are expensive. That's not even to mention the vet bills. Yeah, and, well we, and he does not like going to the vet, so we get the mobile vet to come to us. Oh, dear God. And then if you're going away, cats need boarding. But cats are a much low-maintenance pet if you're in an apartment they don't need walking they basically don't even want you to talk to them half the time yeah. so I'm pro cat I love dogs grew up with dogs but I bet you've already got the pet by the time we have answered this but that's my opinion <laughs> Tegan I think you feel differently I feel differently from experience like no 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 I'm a pet person I love animals I've had dogs growing up but my husband had had our dog for 16 years when I had the twins and she was on her last legs, like Aww, quite literally. Wasn't she gorgeous? So just after I had the twins, he thought it would be a great idea to get a puppy mm. so that the puppy could then learn off Kia before she would pass. And, you know, she was an older dog, so she had like this beautiful, calm temperament and knew how to be around the baby. So he's like, let's get the new one now oh, so she can God learn from father, the older one. So I had twins, a puppy. And then I was pregnant. Oh. <laughs> so, look, she was a beautiful dog and she went to a very beautiful home and we still see her. She's Did she friends. go to a farm? No, 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 no. She went to a very, very beautiful family that have looked after her very well. Anyway, my biggest point is with babies or with young kids, until they can have a certain amount of responsibility for the pet, I think it's a great lesson for kids. I think it's great for kids to grow up around pets. But my kids are nearly five and four and I'd be more inclined to do that within the next few years. Yes. You know, this listener's kids are six and three. Oh, I'd say the same thing. Maybe like, you mm, know, six nine and nine. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you think your toddler needs attention. Exactly. That, you know, if they don't get the attention, they chew everything. They Dogs scratch. don't have nappies. They have more energy than a toddler. Like little puppies, they're just as expensive. They are hard work. And mm. I feel like pets in homes with little kids just becomes another thing for a parent to clean up after, to care for. Mm. So once the kids are old enough to take some responsibility, like you need to take the dog for a walk. You need to pick up the dog poo in the backyard. Anyway, I'm sorry because you've already got this dog and it sounds like you're excited. Try being me. I wanted a pony. But maybe I do feel like the kids being six and three maybe do up a little chore chart. So one has to do the poo one week. Can you borrow someone's dog for a few weeks before you get a puppy? I think that's a good idea. Foster a dog maybe and try it out before, before you take the plunge. We had two dogs growing up and then I was five and my brother and sister were 15 and 17 or whatever and I wanted a pony. I mean, I wanted a horse. We had we lived on a property. We want a horse. We want a horse. We want a horse. And my dad was the biggest softie in the world and finally got a horse. Oh, my God. 17 hands or something, unbroken in, called Bucky. No one rode Bucky because Bucky was a wild horse. Oh, my God. No one wanted to pick up Bucky's bogs because – just, yeah, who picks up horse poo? Well, we were supposed to walk around yeah, the bloody I bet thing. Yeah, you said, sure, Dad, if you get me one, I yes. will. Yeah, and then I f- said the same thing. About when six I weeks later, Bucky went to the farm. Okay, our second dilemma is, Anon, how do I talk to my kids about the birds and the bees? They are three and five and are starting to ask quite complex questions about how a baby gets in the tummy. Oh. Help, no idea how to phrase it or will I confuse them? 
This is so weird that someone else just had this dilemma because we might be living in the same house. I might Well, be your living- kids are prime age. Yes. Well, this is pretty much me. And this actually happened to me the other day. So I thought to myself I wanted to bring it up on the podcast to well, see if go. anyone had the right answer. So thank you. This listener's doing it for me. But I was absolutely put on the spot and I failed miserably, <laughs> fumbling over a sentence that was probably along the lines of like, oh... When mummies and daddies cuddle, then it's the baby, but it's not a baby at the beginning. It's like a tiny little thing and then it grows. (laughs) And now I think my kids are just going to be traumatized every time they cuddle someone. So I don't. So why didn't you say. What? This is to a four year old. There's something called sex. No, because I don't know the right way to. Let's get an expert on and do a birds and bees chat episode. Like, I don't know whether my four-year-old daughter is ready to hear that daddy sticks his willy in mummy's oh, vagina. I don't think like, you need to be that specific. No, but then that's what I mean. So what is the Because they keep truth asking why? No, why? Like my kids genuinely just wanted to know how do babies get in the tummy? Yeah, see, Alexander has come home from daycare saying, you two, you made me. Did mummy make me? I'm happy with yeah, that. And I said, yeah, we made you, buddy. And then he goes, and I came out of your tummy and I said yeah. yes. And then he says, can I go back in? And that's when he tries to crawl back in. And I'm like, oh, no. They're but he st- knows to crawl. Wanna, they're trying to understand the logistics of and like how did you I possibly get in there Yes, and how did I physically get out? It Getting out I can explain to them. Okay, so what do you do for penis and vagina? Like you call it a chunny, don't you? Yeah. See, you're meant to use the right anatomy. I'm not lecturing you, but we, as you know, we call it penis and vagina because Alexander's often at we Tegan's go, house going. We have Dickie Bird and chunny. <laughs> But remember when we were at your house and Alexander like, Mom, I want a vagina. Remember how he... I d- he wanted a vagina. And he calls it a vagina. I want a vagina. I don't want a penis. And I said, when you're growing up and you still want a vagina, we can look into it. He's like, I want one now. I'm all for talking about anatomy. Yeah, I know. But, but we haven't got to the sex. sex bit. I don't know. I think this is a great episode. And if anyone else wants this, please jump in the parenting group because I think we'll get an expert on to teach us how to do it properly. But I think you talk about it factually but like pg sure yes i need the script for that yes version. like when two people because it might not be a mummy and daddy might be a mummy and right. mommy or a daddy or daddy sure. they might not be married really love each other they make a baby through a process called sex yeah so but no this is my point <laughs> samara wants to know what sex then like it will be like this typical toddler why how what how yeah, why? they don't stop do they no they want it she wants to actually understand how a baby got in the tummy okay listeners so we have Come no on. idea we're gonna throw it back to the listeners we're gonna change this to a host dilemma because we want to know how to talk about the birds and the bees we're gonna yes. put together a compilation of the best birds and the bees questions and Answers. And we'll get an expert on who knows what they're talking about. And what we're meant to be talking about. <laughs> nailed it. You failed it. All right, nails and fails. Nails um, What do you want to start fails. with? Nails. All right, you start. I think I'd like you to start because I'm reading here something about dogs and cats. Oh, my God. This is just three nages in general. Three nages. My God. I mean, and it's the why thing. So Alexander comes in. Of course, I'm doing a wee the other day. And he's always a pretend cat. Oh, yes, always. And then he I wanted to talk about swimming. So then he's a dog. And then he's like, oh, no, I can't be a dog anymore because dogs can't swim. And I was like, well, they actually can. And <laughs> Where do you think doggy paddle That's comes what from? I said. That's what doggy oh. paddle. And he goes, no, they can't. And I was like, okay. And I'm thinking, when 
is it right to correct your child to teach them the ways of the world? And when is it right to just buy peace by saying, okay. Yeah, so pick I, your battles. So I was like, no, buddy, actually dogs can swim. Cats can too. Cats don't have baths and they don't like it. But if they're found in a body of water, they'll swim to the side. They both do this sort of, no, dogs can't swim. Cats can't swim. Only people can swim. And I'm like, okay. And literally the whole day was like full of his misinformation and I just think, oh, my God, he's going to grow up thinking green is blue and red is white and, <laughs> and dogs are whatever because you get so tired of the battle that I'm just like, okay, you're right. But I don't yeah. know. Like, that's another like, dilemma. Actually, yeah, am I misinforming my child? Yes, because like, I'm just taking the easy way out by after four minutes of fighting about dog swimming. I just go, okay, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. whatever. That's like me trying to get the twins dressed over morning. You oh. can't wear this. Okay, you know what? Wear what you want. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Swelter to death. Only joking. I didn't mean that. I did not mean that. Your fail? My fail is, you know what? <laughs> you know how hard it is to get your kids to eat. So obviously mm. in the morning, breakfast, like I'm like, whatever you'll eat, sure. Yeah, donut. Yeah, like, well, I try and offer Start. them like something, like, you know, at least a, a cereal or something, something nutritious, as nutritious as it gets. They end up going for a chocolate croissant, but hey, it was worth the effort. <laughs> but what I'm finding is with three kids, I'm making three breakfasts oh every day. God, like, I know it's not a big deal pouring cereal into a bloody bowl. Well, it is if one wants toast, one wants a croissant, yeah, one wants so eggs. Yeah, so like one's like, yeah, sometimes like pancakes, eggs. I'm like, no, 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 no. Kitchen is closing. Yes. Yeah, you can pick from this cereal and this cereal or some toast or Give a crumpet them or something. two options. So there's three of them and then they all have to, like it's an yeah. A or B. Yeah. Would that work? And then I end up going, and then sometimes they can't decide. So they sit there, I'm and I'm like, the kitchen's closing. <laughs> what do you want? Like it's the cafe, cafe Natal. Lee is closing. Oh, my God. So, and then they ask for their mid-morning yeah. snack in three minutes. Yeah. Then they're like, can I have Thank some God Maltesers? Thank God pantry's no. well stocked because Alexander goes straight in for the cookie jar, doesn't he? He knows yeah. where it is. Well, my kids would too, except I'm like, after your breakfast, you can have a cookie. I love it. What about you? Did oh, you nail anything this week? My nail's a bit of an emo one, actually. Oh. So we were driving along the other day and Alexander knows that my dad, his name was Poppy, well, he's was Poppy to the kids, has passed away. And my wedding song came on that Dad walked me down the aisle to, which was Into My Arms by Nick Cave. And I said, oh, I love this song. And Alexander said, oh, why do you love this song, Mummy? And I explained, you know, Poppy, when Mummy and Daddy got married, Poppy walked Mummy down the aisle and it was really beautiful. And he said, did Poppy love this song? And does Daddy love this song? And he's asking lots of questions. And then he said, but Poppy died. And I said, yeah, he did, buddy. And he said, where is he? And we're not doing heaven. Uh, We're not religious. And... It's, I guess, a bit like the listener dilemma. It's like I don't know how to. How much is too much? How much is too and much? And how much is not enough? Yeah, exactly. And, and it's like I you've don't... been given this opportunity to have a conversation yes, about it. Yes, it's, it's come like, about so organically. Yeah. And I just think, you know, my therapist has taught me so much about death and grief in that we sanitize death to the point where we put elderly people away. We don't witness death now. And yeah. that's why grief is so hard, whereas 200 years ago, you know, you had six children, but two died. The grandparents stayed home and died in the home. So death was sad, but it was experienced. So I wanted to make sure I exposed Alexander to the realities of life, but not scare him as a three-year-old. So it ended up just being the most beautiful conversation. He said, oh, Poppy died. And he said, where is he? And I said, well, he's sort of everywhere. Oh, that's a nice answer. And he's in my heart and he's in my memories and he's in your heart too. And he's got a pillow he sleeps on called his Poppy pillow. And he said, is he my pillow? And I said, yeah. (laughs) He's in the pillow too. He is. And he said, are you sad? And I said, sometimes I'm sad Mm. and sometimes I'm so happy when I think about him. And he said, I'm happy too. I miss him. And like he was 10 months old when dad passed away. But I don't know. I felt like I nailed that conversation. And in my head I was thinking, 
what do the people on Instagram say? Like, what are all the aware parenting uh, saying? Like, yeah. am I saying the right thing? But I just said what came naturally and it was a quite a, yeah, a nice, well beautiful. And you must still talk about of him a lot, like even for him to say, oh, you know, I miss him and he, he's do. still wanting to talk about yeah, him. Yeah, there's so photos everywhere. So nice. We talk about him all the time. So I don't know. I was just like, yes, I think I got that one right. <laughs> What's your oh, nail? My nail. Look, I'm whinging about for my fail all my kids and breakfast, but Sundays we have nailed breakfast. Ooh. We have pancake Sundays and Jason makes the pancakes. I make the mix. The kids eat it all. One thing, everyone gets pancakes. No one gets to pick anything else. Do you start from scratch or are you a shaker baker? I've flurry between the two. I prefer to shake a baker. Me too. But if we haven't got any, if mummy has forgotten to get that during oh, grocery shopping, well, I just do it in the thermo mix, which I don't oh, love that's doing. Cheating. But like when you can do the shake a baker, it's like a dollar fifty for yeah, the whole family. Yeah. I must say, we often do pancakes on a Sunday too, and the, both of the boys love it. I don't like pancakes. What do you have on your pancakes? I don't eat sweet breakfast. I beg your pardon. I have to have a savoury breakfast. Sorry? I can't have a sweet Get breakfast out of this room. <laughs> because it makes me eat sweets for the rest of the day. I'm oh an avocado. Oh I'm like maple syrup on syrup yeah. on sugar on pancake. Alexander has Queen. maple syrup with banana and strawberry. So does Rich actually. But because Rich is gluten-free, we found a good gluten-free yes. one. The pancakes are amazing. However, they don't save well for the next day. I made a few extras and saved them to eat like pikelets. Oh, yeah, nah. They literally turned into a sponge. <laughs> don't recommend. What's the brand? Do you know? Don't know and I don't want to diss it because it was good when they were hot because gluten-free oh, yeah. anything carby is hard it turns into cardboard it literally yeah, my mum's celiac so oh there you I go i feel like I'm, she can move I've, in had with to, I've had to experience all of the crap pancakes yeah but i think that brings us to the end oh, of the show well, i'm sure we helped with um absolutely nothing <laughs> But thank you for listening and make sure you jump onto our Mamma Mia family chat and let us know if, if you talk you know about the birds, birds and yes. the bees. Yep, we want to hear from you. And don't forget to email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. This episode was produced by Claire O'Halloran. <laughs> See you next week. Bye.